Blog Talk Radio. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. You just tuned in to Voice of Truth Worldwide Ministry, One Hour Power. I'm your ministering host, Ministry Lane. And we are so glad that you are here with us today. Call a neighbor, call a friend, text them, email them, tweet them, and hit them up on Facebook and let them know that we're on the air live. We want to welcome our listeners to the uh, broadcast today, whether by web or by phone. We are so glad that you took time out of your busy day to be a part of the service today. We want to welcome all new listeners to the service as well. And we just thank God for you for being with us today. We don't take it lightly that you took time out of your day to be a part of the service today. We want to say happy Mother Day to all the mothers all around the world. We do hope and pray that you had a blessed and prosperous Mother's Day. We give God all the glory and all the honor for allowing us to see another Mother's Day. So we just pray the blessing of the Lord upon you and your family, and happy Mother's Day. And to the mothers-to-be also, amen, to God be the glory. The message today will come from Luke, the fourth chapter, and I'm going to go ahead and open us up in prayer. Father God, we thank you for this day. We ask you to bless each and every mother, sound of my voice whatever they may need, oh God. We thank you for allowing us to see another Mother's Day, oh God, in the name of Jesus. We ask you to bless those who mother are no longer here, but we ask you to bless them and give them comfort at this time, oh God, in the name of Jesus. We pray, Father God, that you will comfort all of those who are uh, mourning, oh God, from the loss of a loved one. We say, heal and deliver and set free, O oh God, in the name of Jesus. We thank you, God, that you are God that is able to do all things, a God that knows all things, a God that sees all things. And we give you honor and we give you praise. You are so worthy of all of our praises. We would not be here without you, O oh Father. So we say thank you for your love. We thank you for your grace and we thank you for your mercy. We thank you for your everlasting love, that unconditional love, that agape love that you have for us and the world. So, Lord, we just thank you. We just give you praise and honor and glory, oh God. We thank you for keeping us, covering us under the blood, keeping us from all harm and danger, Father. We give you praise and honor and glory. We ask that you will save a soul, oh God, in the name of Jesus. We ask you to bring them to your marvelous light, oh God, in the name of Jesus. We thank you, Lord, and we bless your name. We lift your name up on high. We say hallelujah to your name, oh Father. We say thank you, Father, for thou art an awesome God. There's no God like you. If it had not been for you, oh God, where would we be today if it had not been for the Lord? So, Lord, we just say thank you. We give you honor. We give you glory. We give you praise. We magnify your name, oh God. Father God, we give this word back unto you, oh God, in the name of Jesus, oh God. We send it forth through the airways with great power and authority for the glory of God. Let them not hear me, O oh God. Not, not let them hear Elaine, but let them hear the voice of truth that speaketh through the messenger, O oh God, in the name of Jesus. Just anoint these lips with clay. 
for your glory, O God, in the name of Jesus. We pray, Father God, that you will heal those that are sick, O God, and heal those that are bound, O God, heal those that are captive in their own minds, O God, in the name of Jesus, for thou art a healer. We pray, Father God, that you will heal your people all over the land, O God, in the name of Jesus. We give you praise and honor and glory, God. We thank you that you are a way maker and a promise keeper. We thank you, Father God, that you are our light in our very darkness. We thank you, Father God, for your holy word, O God. We give you praise, we give you honor, and we give you glory. We magnify your holy name. All these things we pray. In the mighty name of Jesus. I don't know about you, but I will bless the Lord at all times. His praise will continually be in my mouth. We ought to give God a praise, amen, for he is worthy of all of our praise. What an awesome God that we serve, that he's able to do all things. He never, ever has failed us yet. He never leaves us and he never forsakes us. What an awesome God that we Amen. Give God some praise. Give him some praise because he's worthy. He's worthy. He's worthy. He's worthy of all of our praises. Amen. The message will come from Luke, the fourth chapter. I'm going to begin reading at verse number 14 and the word of God reads. And Jesus returned in the power of the spirit into Galilee. And there went out a fame of him throughout all the region around and about. And he taught in their synagogue, being glorified of all. And he came to Nazareth where he had been brought up. And as his custom was, he went into the synagogue on the Sabbath day and stood up for to read. And there was delivered unto him the book of the prophet Elijah. And when he had opened the book, he found the place where it was written, The Spirit of the Lord is upon me, because he have anointed me to preach the gospel to the poor. He have sent me to heal the brokenhearted, to preach deliverance to the captives, and recovering of the sight to the blind, to set at liberty them that are bruised to preach the acceptable year of the Lord. Amen. We're going to stop reading there. This is the word of God for the people of God. We want to encourage you to go back and read the entirety of the chapter. Amen. Our key scripture is the spirit of the Lord is upon me because he has anointed me to preach the gospel to the poor. He has sent me to heal the brokenhearted, to preach deliverance to the captives, and the recovering of the sight to the blind, to set at liberty them that are bruised. Amen. This is Jesus speaking. It's in the red. The title of our message today is of Jesus Ministry. I want to encourage you to go back in your own devotional time and to read the entirety of your chap of the chapter, amen, so that you can get an understanding of God's word and what God is saying unto your, uh, unto your spirit, amen. But here in chapter 4, 
is where Jesus had been sent into the wilderness. He had been tempted of the devil uh, 40 days, and now he is out of the wilderness, and he's getting ready to begin his earthly ministry. He had... um, he had been sent by God, he tells us, in his in the word of God, because it's in the red, he says that he was sent to heal. He was sent to preach. He was sent to, to preach deliverance unto those that were captive and to recover the sight of those that were blind. He said, the spirit of the Lord is upon me. In other words, he had the power of the Holy Spirit that was upon him and in him. Uh, he needed that anointing in doing his earthly ministry. This would be the beginning of Jesus' ministry. And the Word of God tells us that Jesus um, had many that was following him, and he had became very well-known in the land, the fame of all that he was doing in his ministry, his earthly ministry. Jesus' ministry was a ministry that was anointed. It was a ministry that God had ordained. It was a ministry that God himself had sent Jesus to go forth or to come down from heaven, 42 generations, to come down to be that deliverer, to be that healer, to be that preacher, to be that anointed one. Uh, he would be the one that will come, and he was sent by, by God. You know, I've I, I been in a lot of churches, and I, I've given this testimony many times, and I, I've been in a lot of churches where uh, there is Jesus' name is it's on the building somewhere, but Jesus is not in the building. I wonder, my question is, I wonder who sent you. You know, because the Bible just told us that Jesus was sent, and God sent him because we know in the word of God in John 3.16 that God said that he sent his son. He sent his son to do a work. Jesus had work that he was doing for God and he was anointed to do it because you you have to be anointed to do this work of God for it to have um to be effective in ministry. Jesus' ministry was effective. He was performing miracles. He was healing people. He was preaching the truth of God's word. He he wasn't preaching watered-down messages. He wasn't preaching messages that were sugar-coated, but he was preaching messages of the kingdom of God. He was preaching messages that were bringing forth deliverance in the lives of the people. He was bringing a word of God unto the people that brought forth healing and deliverance in their lives. I don't know what's happening today with the ministries. Uh, the ministries are not doing as Jesus said. Jesus said in the word of God, he said, I was anointed to do what I'm doing. He said, I was called to preach the word. I was called to preach to the poor. He said, I was sent that the broken heart could be mended. The pieces of the heart could be bound back together where there were crushed spirits. He said, I came to heal the broken hearted. He said, I come to preach to the captives. I, know, I wonder sometimes who are we preaching to? Because a lot of times in churches today, in the traditional thing, people are not getting healed and people are not getting their delivered, and Jesus came, and he has, he has shown us the way 
in his ministry, in Jesus' ministry, there was much healing. There was much deliverance, and he was preaching. And he was he was a preacher that preached the truth. He was anointed to do what he was called to do. He didn't just step out. He was called by God to do what he was doing. And it made a difference in the lives of the people. You have to be chosen by God. You have to be anointed by God because Jesus, even though he was God himself, he still needed the power of the Spirit of the Lord, the Holy Ghost. He needed that power on earth to do the work of ministry because he was just as much man as he was God. So he needed the power. We need that same power to operate in ministry. We can't just step out. We just can't let other people tell you, no, I think you should go and, and start doing your ministry. I think you ought to go start a church. You know, you know you're a prophet. You know you're an evangelist. You know you're a preacher and a teacher, and God hadn't chose you for it. Cause, and, and, you know, I remember back in the day somebody had said something about a dead word, and I asked God, I said, God, Those who are leaders, we know that you got to go through the wilderness. 
can't get around the wilderness, you got to go through the wilderness. For the anointed, you got to go through the wilderness. And Jesus went through the wilderness. And when he came out, he had the power to do what he was called and chosen to do. He was set to do. He was set to do those things. And that's why I wonder, because I've given this testimony many a time. And I just was in a church, and I was not getting any help. And I had been in this church a long time. And I was going in and out of this church with the same issues, the same problem. I came in the same way I went back, the same way I came. I had no deliverance. My mind was bound. I wasn't getting the truth because if I was really getting the truth, the truth, the truth, you know, the truth would set you free. But it got to be coming from those that God has chosen to do the work. It's got to come from God. God has to be the one that sends you, not the world. God has to choose you. That's why today you can see so much going on in the church house. Ain't no God in there. Ain't no Jesus in there. And a lot of times God has not chosen some of the people. I'm not saying that you're not chosen. Only you and God know that. But if we're working and doing the work of God, we ought to have some integrity. We ought to be committed and faithful to what we're doing. Because you know Jesus was doing his earthly ministry. He always said, I'm I'm, I'm going around, uh, I'm paraphrasing, doing the work of my father. I got work to do. And he kept that focus on doing the work of God and what he was sent to do. That's why he said until uh he said, I come to preach to the poor. You know, many people don't care about the poor. They don't care nothing about the poor. They use the poor to 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 get riches and to get rich off the poor. To make their pockets fat off the poor. But they don't care nothing about the poor. Jesus said, I came to preach to the poor. I came to preach to those who were lost. I came for the sinner. I came that they might be healed, delivered, and set free. I was sent. He didn't say, I just come. I'm just doing it on my own. I'm just stepping out. But he said, I was sent to do what I was called to do. Jesus ministry was a powerful ministry upon the earth. What happened to ministry, tradition, and religion? And all other kind of spirits operating in the church house. And it's not a God. Jesus' ministry was all about God. It was all about the people. It was about the people being healed and delivered. As I was saying earlier, I was born in this church and a heart that was broken. My heart was broken, but I was not getting any healing. I was not getting any deliverance. I was getting nothing. Not one thing was I getting. But the tray was being passed around every Sunday. But I wasn't getting anything. And, you know, I'm a person that talks to God. And I said, Lord, something is not right. I'm, I'm coming in this church, and I'm going out of this church the same way that I came in. That's not possible when it comes to Jesus' ministry. If you are under a ministry of God, there ought to be change in your life. There ought to be healing. Your heart should be healed by the word of God. It's a messenger of God. 
And I had to pray about that thing. I had to pray because I got tired of that same thing. And I had to pray unto God. And then God put me on a, a ministry where there was God's power working in the ministry. That I would receive the healing and the deliverance that I was looking for. But I didn't get it under that under ministry. I didn't get it. I got it when God, and I had to pray about it. And I had to pray and ask God who the leader would be. I tell you that God is able to do what he says he's going to do. And when man says that you can't, God says that you can. And when God says that I can heal you, I can heal you, I can set you free, he can. But man can't do it. Only God can do it. That's why Jesus said, I, I came and I was sent to for you to be healed. There's something wrong with people are not being healed. And they're going in and out of the church the same way as so many hurting people all over the world. They're going through. And they're coming to the church house just like I was coming to the church house and I wasn't getting nothing. Just getting a feel-good message. They play on your emotion. That's what they do. They play on your emotion. But you're not getting no healing to deliver. When you get out of that little that little high that they have y'all when they get through doing the worship and they're playing on the music, you ain't got nothing. You go back home just the way you are. That's just not possible. Everybody that came to Jesus was healed in his earthly ministry. It didn't matter what they came for. The blind eyes was open. The lame walked. He he raised them from the dead. The dumb could talk. He did all of this work of ministry. But he was anointed and sent to do it. Jesus' ministry is how ministry should operate today. The ministry should not just be just a pastor. It should be evangelists. It should be prophets in the house. There should be, it should be a pastor. It should be teachers. It should be your layman. Your Everybody needs to be sent by God because you can't be effective if you're not. You, Jesus' ministry was effective because he was anointed to do what he was doing. And he did the work of ministry. He was healing the brokenhearted. He was healing the people. They didn't come to Jesus. As I said earlier, I came in the church and went back out the same when I came. But when Jesus came, when they came to Jesus, when he came to when they came to Jesus, they were healed. They were healed from sickness and diseases. They were healed. He said, I, I, I was sent to heal. I was sent to heal those that were broken. Why is there so many people broken? Why are they walking around with their hair hung down? They go to church every Sunday. That's the sad thing. That they're in the church house. And they're not getting any healing and they're doing And that's what Jesus was sent for, that the people might be healed, delivered, and set free. That their souls might be saved. Why do we have so many people in ministry? We have people working in ministry. 
that are not committed unto God, they are not faithful, you're serving other gods, and you're doing everything else but serving God. There are so many people in the church that are dying in sin. Dying in sin. Because nobody will preach the truth. I don't want to hurt nobody, feel it. You know they're living in sin. But you won't preach the truth. Jesus said, I, I come to preach the gospel. I come to preach the kingdom of God. So that the people can be healed. So that the people can be delivered. He was anointed to do it. He preached the truth. We got to get back to preaching the truth of the word of God in the house of God. And stop playing in the church. Jesus came that they could be healed, delivered, and set free. And they were surely to be healed because he was sent for that. He was sent for us to be healed. He was sent for us to be delivered and set free. Now, my testimony, I tell you, now, I was in that place, but I had to pray and ask God to bring me out of that place. So that I can get deliverance. And God placed me under this ministry without walls worldwide ministry. I'm a pastor and apostle. And that's when I began to see deliverance. That's when I began to see healing. That's when I began to see and, and feel the love of God. And, and I could feel the burdens and the, the pain and the sorrow that I was carrying in my own heart and my own mind. God lift the thing up off of me because I was under a ministry of a man or woman of God that he has chosen, that he has sent. You got to be sent. You know, I had somebody tell me that one time. I believe you were sent. I didn't say anything. You know, sometimes you don't say nothing. You just listen. I didn't say anything. Of course, I knew I was sent. I knew I was chosen. I knew I was anointed. Thank God for the ministry that he placed me under because the ministry of Jesus should still be going on today. We as leaders ought to be doing the same thing that he did. He went behind them four walls. He was outside of the walls. You know, and a lot of times people don't really understand when you say, well, I got a ministry without walls. But we're touching the world, all over the world, with the ministry of Jesus. We are preaching the gospel. We are sharing the love of God, and people are definitely getting healed and delivered. And God wants you to be healed. That's why he sent Jesus. He sent him so that you can be healed, that your soul can be saved. That's why the Bible said God so loved the world that he sent. His only begotten son, that whosoever believes in him shall not perish but have eternal life. He was sent that you might be healed. And you got to want to be healed. You got to want to be delivered and to set, be set free from sin. Because that's what he was sent for. That's what he paid the price for on the cross. That you might be saved, healed, delivered, and set free. He knew. That he was sent. He said it right here in, in the word, in the red, to set you free. Because some of us uh, need deliverance. We're bound in our mind. We're just bound. 
Our mind is so messed up. I know mine would. I needed somebody to come along that could speak that word of God into my life. And they did, pastor and apostle, powerful man and woman of God. But they were sent. God sent them to me. Because I said, Lord, who going to help me? When they rejected me in ministry, you know, they rejected Jesus, too, in his own hometown. You know, he couldn't do many miracles there because they rejected him. I asked the Lord, I said, well, Lord, now they just rejected my ministry that you have told me to do. And they weren't going to help me either. And I asked the Lord, who is going to help me? Because I know that you sent me because I'm not one of those persons that's going to step out on ministry. I'm not going to do it. And to be honest with you, when I was chosen to do it and called to do it, I was like, oh, no, not me. I'm praying, praising what I said. Oh, hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. But I had to ask him to give me a leader. Who was going to help me in ministry? Because I knew that I was chosen to do it. He just didn't call me when I was 11. But he called me in the latter part of my life. And, of course, I've been through the wilderness. <laughs> Lord Jesus, I ain't know all that. But let me tell you, I ain't been through the wilderness. See, there's anointing that I got on my life. It caused me It caused me a big problem. You know, many people want to do ministry, but they don't want to pay the cost. It's going to cost you. The anointing going to cost you something. It don't come free. It is not cheap. You can ask Jesus. It's not cheap. The anointing is not cheap. It's going to cost you something to be anointed. But I tell you, we ought to be doing the work of ministry as Jesus was doing his ministry. Jesus' ministry was so awesome. It was a ministry of miracles. He was healing folks. Everybody that he came, anybody that came in contact with him, if they touched him, if they touched his clothes, whatever they did, they were healed if they wanted to be healed. Now, there was another one that was following him, too. They didn't really want it. They didn't really want it. They didn't want the loaf and the, the bread and the fish and all that. They didn't want it. They didn't want it. They didn't, want, they didn't really want Jesus. But the ones that truly wanted Jesus, they were healed. That's why he said, I came to heal the broken heart. Now, I don't know how long you've been going through what you've been going through, but you've got to ask Jesus. You've got to come to him and ask him to heal you and deliver you and set you free so that he can deliver you from some stuff. We all go through some stuff. And I'm telling you that God will deliver you from whatever you're going through, whatever is coming against you. He can deliver you from it. And Jesus did just that. He delivered people. He cast out all kinds of devils. He cast them out. He played. <laughs> he did not play. He knew who he was in God. And the anointing was upon him and in him. He, he, he. Jesus was a powerful, powerful man of God. He was anointed. He was anointed. You got to be anointed. No piece of paper from no college. I don't care where you go. Ain't going to give you that anointing. Can't get it from that. Okay, how much money you got, you can't buy it. <laughs> can't buy it. God has to give you the anointing, and he has to send you. That's what Jesus said. These are qualifications right here. <laughs> you 
got to be sent by God. And then it tells you what you're supposed to be doing in your ministry. You ought to be anointed. You ought to be preaching the gospel. And you ought to be bringing forth a word that brings for healing to the brokenhearted. There ought to be some deliverance. There ought to be some light. There ought to be some blind eyes that are open that could not see. Because Jesus healed those with the blind eye that they could see. And so we got to be doing the same thing. This is what the word tells us right here. Jesus told us, this this is it right here. The same thing that Jesus was doing, we ought to be doing the same thing. We got to have the same thing that Jesus had. You got to be anointed. You got to be chosen by God and sent by God to do the work of ministry. You got to do it. You, you, you got to have them qualifications. Because Jesus had to have it. He was the son of God. He had to have it to do it. And there's so many people walking around here just blind. Just blind back. And some of the main reason why I caught that being led by the blind. The blind can't lead the blind. You won't lead them to hell. If you won't get your life right, you're responsible for every one of those souls. They're going to fall in the same ditch that you fall in because you're leading them blind. It's time to get right. It's time to stop playing in the church. Jesus was not playing when he did his work of ministry. He did the Father's work, and he brought glory to his name in all of the work that he did. Jesus ministered. Earthly ministry is how we ought to be doing ministry today. We must be anointed. We must be chosen. And we must be called by God to do it. Because the power of the Holy Spirit does the work through the messengers or the vessels of God. And we got to have that anointing. And it's going to cost you something to have that anointing. And Jesus was anointed. And I thank God that he came to bring forth healing and deliverance in the lives of the people. God is an awesome God, and we ought to thank him for his word. Just don't step out on ministry because we have to do ministry just as Jesus did ministry. We got to be anointed. We have to be chosen. And we have to be sent by God. We can't be sent by anybody else. But we must be sent by him. Let us do the work of ministry to bring glory unto the name of our Heavenly Father. Let what we do glorify him. And let our ministry be as Jesus' ministry was, healing, deliverance, and the souls of men being set free from the bondage of sin, healing in the minds and healing in the body. It's time for us to get it right. And just don't step out in ministry if you're not chosen to do it, if you're not sent to do it. 
And if you don't want to do it, stop playing with God. Some of us are playing with God. We got to stop it. Stop it. Stop playing with God. Don't play with it. Don't make a promise. Some of us have made promises unto God, and we have not kept the promise. And we do everything half-heartedly with him. When he, we, he wants our whole heart. He don't want half of us. He wants all of our heart. He wants all of our heart. So let us do the work of ministry to bring glory unto God in all that we do. And get, them, get you some leaders, amen, that can tell you what you need to do. You know, sometimes the devil will speak and have you in places and operating in offices you are not to be in, amen, to God be the glory. And that's why, you know, I thank God for my leaders, a pastor, pastor and apostle. Um, they are great, great leaders, and I, I thank God for them. And I thank God for putting me on in their ministry. I love your pastor. I love your apostle. Amen. I love your wild team. Amen. But I, I, I thank God for them because I would not be where I am today uh, doing the work of ministry for God uh, without this man and woman of God. I may have been on a bench somewhere where my ministry was just dying because I would have had nobody to teach me the truth, nobody to help me get cleaned up before I go before the people. Amen. So we just give God all the praise and the glory for his message today, doing the work of ministry. Keep doing the work of ministry. Uh, if God has called you to do that, you continue to do the work of ministry for the glory of God, whether nobody says amen, whether nobody click like on any of your work, Keep doing the work. When you're chosen and sent by God, hallelujah, sometimes people will try to make you think that you're not sent, you're not chosen, you're not called. But God uh, is a God that's able to put you before great men. He'll make room for your gift, amen, to God be the glory, amen. I'm going to go ahead and do the invitation to Christ. Um, if, if you don't know the Lord, if you will say this prayer with me, Lord, I'm a sinner in need of a Savior. Lord, forgive me of my sin. I believe and confess with my mouth that Jesus is Lord and God raised him from the dead. If you said this prayer, you honestly repent of your sin, be saved and change your life today. I do want to encourage you to follow Without Walls Worldwide Ministry. Amen. Uh, Voice of Truth, Pathetic Corner. They come by hearing ministries, amen. I want to encourage you to follow these ministries. We are Bible-believing churches without walls. We want to encourage you to get a Bible and begin to read and develop your relationship with God. Now, I want you to leave me a message on Facebook, if you have given your life to Christ today, welcome to the body of Christ. Amen. We want to thank God for his word, um, wanting us to get back to doing the work of Jesus' ministry. Amen. Let's do it like Jesus did it. Amen. To God be the glory. I have a couple of um, announcements, VOT announcements. We do hope and pray that you tune in to Pathetic Corner today at 5 o'clock p.m. Eastern Standard Time with your host, Prophetess Martha Williams, the first half of the hour of power, one hour of power. I want to encourage you to go back and listen to a powerful word 
from the Lord. She came from John today. Amen. To God be the glory. I want to encourage you to follow her ministry as well. She's a true prophet of God. Amen. A powerful woman of God. And she is a praying woman of God. Amen. So I want to encourage you to get connected to her. Voice of Truth Worldwide Ministry. It's the second half of the hour power from 6.30 to 7.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. And I want to encourage you to follow Voice of Truth. Then on Tuesday night, we have for you at 9 o'clock p.m. Eastern Standard Time, one word from the Lord with my leaders, Apostle and Pastor Ryle. Amen. I don't know about you, but I need a word from the Lord. You will get a true word. You will get deliverance. You will get healed. Then you will be set free. I'm a living witness that you will. So I want to encourage you to follow their ministry. Amen. Then on Saturdays, we have... Stay calm by hearing ministry with your host, Elder Evangelist Bertha Askews at 3 o'clock p.m. Eastern Standard Time. I want to encourage you to get connected to uh, Elder's ministry. Amen. A powerful woman of God, a praying woman of God, always come with her own time and on fire word. Amen. So we want to encourage you to do that. We also want to encourage you to become a wild partner without, with Without Wilds Worldwide Ministry to help us to spread the gospel of Jesus Christ all around the world, amen. And when you become a partner, you will receive other perks as partners with us. If you can just inbox me, if you would like to do that, become a wild partner, if you would just inbox me, and I will tell you how to do that. Um, at this time, I'll open up the line for prayer. If you want prayer, if you can just press the one and you don't have to give your name. Just give the where you're calling from. Amen. I don't see anybody with their hands lifted, but um, we just thank God for you being here today. Um, we thank God for all the listeners all over the world. We are really, without walls, is really touching the world. Uh, it, it's just so amazing. Um, we are to be doing a greater work than what Jesus was doing in his uh, earthly ministry. He, you know, because he was just walking to and fro uh, where he had to go from city to city, town to town. But with without walls, worldwide ministry, we're touching lives all over the world. Oh, oh, places I've never heard. So I'm like, Lord, what is that? So people all over the world is listening to Without Walls, Worldwide Ministry, and we give God the glory for that. Amen. But if you do have a prayer request and you didn't press the uh, one, you can inbox that prayer request to me as well on my uh, web page, votwmyodasot.com. And I do, again, want to encourage you to follow, connect, and stay connected to these ministries without walls. If these ministries have been a blessing to you, I want to encourage you to sow a seed. Sow a seed of faith and expect the harvest. Sow a seed in pathetic corner. Sow a seed in voice of truth, one word from the Lord, and faith come by hearing ministries with good ground. And if you sow seeds on this ground, you are guaranteed to get a harvest. <laughs> I'm telling you, if you sow the seed, I can't tell you what to sow. God will tell you what to sow. I'm telling you. I tell you, and pastor will say, you know, God ain't trying to get something from you. He's trying to get something to you. And that is a truth. That is a 
the truth. I want to encourage you to sow a seed. Whatever God is telling you to sow, he will bless it. Amen. To God be the glory. Amen. And I'm going to go ahead and we're going to go ahead and get out of here. And I'm going to go ahead and do the benediction. Now to him that is able to keep him from falling, to present you falling before the presence of his glory with exceeding joy. To the only wise God, I say you be glory, majesty, dominion, and power, both now and forever. Amen. We pray that you had a happy Mother's Day today. Be blessed. Have a great week. Tune in next week at the same time. God loves you, and we love you too here at Voice of Truth Worldwide Ministry. Have a blessed week in the name of the Lord, and happy Mother's Day to all.